The close collaboration between Professor Penichel's uh, research laboratory with Professor Olive's biochemical pharmacology department of St. Vincent de Paul Hospital was really a gift from God's for me in many ways. Firstly, the extra remuneration that I was able to secure by working as a biologist made me more stable financially, with income from night duty as a part-time employee in St. Vincent de Paul Hospital. Secondly, the new research unit of placental perfusion set up in St. Vincent de Paul Hospital removed the headache of not walking some miles to fresh to fetch fresh human placenta immediately after delivery by the pregnant woman. And this easiness of procuring fresh placental material from the delivery room a few yards away from the perfusion room in St. Vincent de Paul Hospital helped me to have greater number of successful perfusion experiments and enabled me and my research team to publish valuable research papers in the national and international scientific journals and to present this data as speaker in international scientific conferences held in France too. Needless to say, the large number of research data that I was able to collate helped me immensely to shine superbly in the master examination or DEA examination of University of Paris and enhanced the name and prestige of research laboratories of Professor Panijel, Dr. Chalier and Professor Olive, my immediate research pro-supervisors and that, and this added to my glee. The interaction with members of Professor Olive's biochemical pharmacology department as part of the night duties gave me an opportunity to have a peek into the working environment in the French hospital and research establishment and to compare with the working environment prevailing then in an Indian medical institution. Interestingly, during eight years of my life in Paris, only once there was a strike or industrial action or hartal, and that too only for four hours by the transport workers of the Delhi Metro Workers Union. And in contrast to the frequent strikes and stoppages of work announced by Indian workers in public and in private establishments, Almost once every week, disrupting normal life and putting thousands and thousands of helpless Indians to distress and inconvenience in India then, I was curious to know the reasons for this relative peace in the French way of life then. Since the French workers of St. Vincent de Paul Hospital were seen to enjoy two-hour lunch, break, like the students and staff of University of Paris in Jussieu, and since I had occasions to share lunch with both the technicians as well as the higher strata of assistant associate and professors in the 
hierarchy of San Vincent de Paul Hospital and chatting with different strata of members for long times were really a blessing too. In fact, I used to accompany one technician by name Alan for lunch many times and one day I asked him, how is that there is so much harmony between employers and employees and what is the magical formula for this happy coexistence? This is totally in contrast to the situation in our country where friction between employers and employees leads to stoppage of work in offices and factories at least once or twice or thrice a month. Alan replied, Listen, Nanda, I am secretary of one union named CFDT, a left-oriented workers' union of hospital employees. But we protest only when there is gross injustice done by the employer or by the employee. And this hospital is a government-controlled hospital. In general, we are happy. Since our salary is good and each one of us gets a salary that is commensurate with the qualification and expertise and every Frenchman understands the importance of differential salary structure. For example, a sweeper or cleaner should not expect to have the same salary as a technician or as a, uh, as a researcher or as a professor or doctor or scientist and everyone gets increment in salary with the passage of years. Now when the worker is punished or dismissed from service for poor or unsatisfactory work, our unions does not object if the action is justified and if the worker has behaved irresponsibly and failed to do his or her assigned duty. We don't interfere in the action of the higher authorities at all. Similarly, there are other unions for assistant and associate and professors and scientists, etc., and they too work under a code of ethics and model scheme of work and never interfere nor indulge in strike or strike or stoppage of work, etc if a bad employee is sacked from service. May I ask you, Alan, another question, if it is not too explosive? Oh, no, not at all. Go ahead, Alan said. I shall ans answer it logically as possible and as a common French man. Alan's reply gave me courage and I asked him, See, Alan, one of the leading principles of French constitution is equality. But why, being a technician, you are not allowed admission to a cafeteria or canteen that is meant only for the higher cadres, like assistant professors, associate professors, or scientists or professors? Any special reason for this casteist discrimination? Oh, Nanda, you have a mind of real explorer and you should have put the you have put me in a spot with this question and then trapped tapped my shoulder in appreciation let me answer 
Helen continued, you are right. There is a certain sort of casteism and discrimination in French public life too, and even in work environment. And there are certain protocols that perpetuate this casteism to some extent, though not the same way as seen in your country, perhaps. Hope this discrimination of casteism exists only in work and not in the life outside, perhaps, right? I wanted to know more of the sociological consequences of this casteism in work and whether that is reflected in daily life too. That does not mean that technicians are holy angels, you see, that we technicians normally allow in our company or for other, uh, uh, in our company or for much of the lower grade human beings like supers and cleaners. No, we don't allow them. Maybe that is another grade of discrimination or casteism in casteism cascade. I commented wryly. You are perhaps right, Alan said, but here the point that here we don't label the human being discriminated as scheduled cars and backward cars and like that, uh, like the cat drinking milk stealthily by closing the eyes. We tend to hide these wards under the carpet. Alan showed that he is honest and not scared to speak the bitter truth which media and so-called intellectuals try maximum to hide. Alan continued, while munching the French baguette bread pieces and sipping his favorite glass of red wine, Alan said, there is a hidden caste system in French life too, though it is not mentioned in media or it is hidden from public gaze. Here, those with brains like scientists, doctors, engineers can be called the so-called Brahmins of your sort of caste system and are paid in their jobs many times more than the salary of lower caste like sweepers, workers or even technicians. And in between, you may call them as Vaishyas or Kshatriyas, etc. Especially the technicians like us, if you wish to call them. Alan looked at me with a naughty wink. I was amazed that Alan was so well read and had not expect and I had not expected him to know of so-called overhyped caste system of our country. Alan continued, You see, Nanda, these so-called higher castes don't participate in the functions of ceremonies like wedding of lower castes, and the higher castes take care not to invite the lower castes for similar functions of high-caste families too. As I had to leave for an appointment with Professor Oliva, I thanked Alan for exposing the unknown or unpublicized caste system prevalent in, Fran in France and quoted one of the comments of or piece of advice of Lord Krishna to disciple Arjun in the Bhagavad Gita holy text. Caste system to us is just an illusion and not by birth, but determined more by the power of the brain and of the individual. And Brahmin is just an acknowledgement of the higher intellect and knowledge of the person concerned. Alan thanked me for an enlightened quotation and for the logical explanation of the caste system as practiced by 
literate and educated Hindus for thousands of years and wanted a promise from me to meet again for such discussions and debates in future during next lunch or lunch sessions in future too.